Hello, my little monsters. Let's talk about something super spooky on this Halloween. Commitment. I'm not sure when you'll be tuning into this lovely little episode, but it just so happens to be All Hallows' Eve. October 2022. So I figured I'd start off with a little story, a little story. You know, I felt major FOMO over the weekend because I didn't get dressed up or go out or anything like that. And I'm teaching my my one-of-a-kind Halloween rave ride tonight at Soul Cycle. It's become a staple. I believe it's the fifth year I've taught it. And now it is actually like a grand soiree. It is the party of parties. So I don't necessarily feel too left out of things, but I got to be honest, this year I felt major FOMO looking at everybody's costumes and everybody going out over the weekend. And this is going to play in commitment. So I will get to the point there, but I've had so many fun Halloweens in the past. And I don't know if you just go through lulls in your life where you're like, right now, that's just not, that's just not for me right now. And I think a huge part about it is what I do for work, what I do for a living. I can't go out and go to a party all evening and then wake up and serve and inspire 60 people if I'm dragging ass and feeling like shit. I have personally never been that kind of instructor and I truly am quite envious sometimes of people who can do that, but I also know I hold myself to a different standard, sometimes a different standard to fault than others, But again, that's a whole nother Pandora's box for a different day. So my favorite Halloween costume I ever wore was when I dressed as eggs over easy. If you listen to this before you go out on Halloween or before any Halloweens or perhaps you can tuck it in your pocket for next year, the best costume I ever came up with was eggs over easy. You dress scantily clad, you put a egg carton on your headband and you go out. And that year I just so happened to go to the Playboy Mansion because, you know, I used to live a pretty wild life in LA, glitzy, glamorous Hollywood, kind of in the days of Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, really the golden era of party girl Hollywood is when I hung out there. So yeah, looking back, it's it was pretty wild. I remember Tiesto DJed one year and he was dressed as like a spaceman. And I was just like, I don't even understand how I got here, nor do I understand any of this. And looking back, it's <laughs> I, looking back, I still don't really understand it. But I digress. Today, I really wanted to talk about commitment because I've been noticing lately, you know, it, it came this morning, you know. I have always told everybody when I've coached about soul cycle or cycling or fitness instructors or anybody, literally, I think you could take this as far as many different industries when you're in hospitality or showing up, like you never focus on the empty bikes or the empty mats or the empty seats in the house. You always focus on serving the people that are in front of you. But that said, once in a while you look around and you're like, there's something going on here. And what it I thought of this morning in particular, it just kind of hit me this morning because I knew this weekend there were a lot of parties. Like I said, I was feeling really FOMO for not going out, but like I, I hold myself to a different standard. Like I need to show up and put on a fucking show. And I think that's a testament to why I am who I am and why I have success the way I do. 
So if you look around sometimes and you feel FOMO for not going out and not doing those things and not going to the parties or doing the things or doing whatever because you're so committed to your craft or that why that holds you to a higher standard than you might even hold yourself sometimes, then every once in a while you're going to get that like, like, oh, and it's it's not going to feel great because being committed to something doesn't always feel great. And I think now more so than ever in this like day and age of like, do it because it feel it's supposed to feel good all the time. You're supposed to feel good. If it doesn't feel good, it's not for you to a certain extent. Yes. However, there are going to be seasons in your life where you're going to have to stay committed even when it absolutely sucks. And I think that's the difference between good and great. If you just want good, run of the mill, average, ordinary, fine. But if you are somebody that likes excellence and wants to strive further in your life, there are going to be some very uncomfortable, not so cozy parts where you're really going to be like wanting every fiber in your being is going to want to pull away from the things that keep you committed. For instance, the example of like, gosh, I wish I could just go out and like party all night and like put on costumes and like go out and be crazy and run around and da da da. And there's like a part of me personally, and maybe you too, that will like always kind of be like, oh, that'd be so fun. But honestly, it's not as cool nor as fun as being committed to your craft and striving for excellence because you know that you're made for more and you were put on this planet to do big, bold things. Back to realizing, noticing that the room was super empty after a really wild party weekend. And, you know, I'll never forget when I was talking about my gratitude practice to somebody once, you know, they were like, yeah, but do you do it like every single day? Do you do it on Christmas? Do you do it on Thanksgiving? Do you do it on your birthday? Do you do it on Fridays? Do you do it? And I'm like, yes, I do it every single day. And that's the difference of commitment. When you are committed to something, you make it a part of your daily habits, your routine. It becomes so ingrained in your life. It's like the fiber of your being. It is intertwined into every single part of your day in some way, shape, or form. And honestly, that in itself is a major difference. And it's just like so the mindset around it is just so different. It's just like, it's a given. It's a standard. It's a staple. It's that standard operating procedure of how I work to the best of my ability. And when you train yourself like that, that there is just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It is an absolute has to happen, will happen. It's a daily thing or a weekly thing or a monthly thing or whatever it has to look like for you to achieve what you want to achieve. So for me, gratitude practice, daily staple, full stop. Weekly practices could be like, okay, am I going to see my PT? Am I going to do this? Am I doing this? Am I keeping my body in tip-top shape so it can perform and feel good at all costs? So everybody's standard operating procedure is different because everybody needs different things depending on what they are doing. However, that commitment to your craft and knowing that all those things matter cannot change. That has to be a non-negotiable. 
And it sucks sometimes. I mean, I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with 20 something girls that are like, I don't want to go out and get fucked up on the weekend anymore. I don't want to go do this. I want to wake up and go to the gym or I want to go to soul cycle or I want to go to solid core and I want to do all these fun things. And I just feel so much FOMO to go out and peer pressure and social pressure and social media pressure and whatever other fucked up pressure it is to go out and do this thing that I know is not going to serve me. That's going to make me feel like shit. And yet I feel like I feel such a pull to go because I want to be included and I don't want to be ostracized or looked at like I'm crazy for wanting to do these things that are actually good for me. I mean, if I had a dollar for every time a girl has come to me and had that conversation with me, I would be living in Tahiti with the guy who invented Beanie Bears. I digress, but I think you get my point. And you know, I, I don't, like I was saying, I don't typically look out at the crowd and be like, okay, like what's going on? Like, why are these, why is my room so empty? But today it occurred to me like the level of commitment it takes to show up first thing on a Monday morning and move your body is wild. It's wild. 7am I've said for years is the hardest. I think in my opinion, one of the most challenging classes to show up to simply because it's like coming off of a weekend back on your daily grind and putting yourself in like literally propelling yourself, like launching yourself into forward motion into your week. Like just go, just do, just execute, just be. But I think so often people are just willing to just hit snooze and call it a day. And I hope you understand that a lot of things I'm talking about here are not just about soul cycle or showing up to your workout class. This is, this can be taken well beyond the four walls, the confines of any said place of working out, et cetera. But it's really more about your commitments to yourself and staying committed to yourself. Like so many people want to know, how do I build self-confidence? You know, I want to feel good about myself. I want to feel great in my skin. I want to be confident in what I'm doing, da, 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 da. And the way you do that is you you hold yourself to a higher standard. You hold your own feet to the flame. You hold yourself accountable to show up even when you don't want to. Like there are days where I feel like I am dragging my bones to go do things that I don't want to do that I know are for the benefit and the betterment of me, of the business of me. And that in a sense drives me to keep showing up. And like, there have been times I've joked with my friends when I've gone to cross train because I need to keep like my legs strong and my hip strong and mobility and all these things where I literally feel like I'm going to cry at Equinox when I'm cross chaining. But I know that I have to do that strength training or I'm going to run into trouble and injuries and the badlands if I just let that fall at the wayside. I have to stay committed to the betterment of the business of me in my body, mind, and of course, spirit. That's an example from my own life. I'm not saying you're going to, you should go to Equinox and cry on the squat whack, blah, blah, blah. But like, that's like a real life example. Maybe that looks like you having to go to like that class or do that thing. Or maybe you're in a master's program and you're like so freaking tired after working a 12 hour day or a 10 hour day or an eight hour day or whatever you're doing. But you know, like I committed to this. I want more for myself. I'm going to drag my bones to that class, you know, at, you know, Emerson or wherever around here, Suffolk. I mean, there's a gajillion colleges in Boston, but you know, wherever you live, dragging yourself to go get that MBA or go get that doctorate or go get that extra thing or that course or that class or whatever it is that you're trying to do to move the needle in your life. Like it's not going to be juicy all the time. And it's that pushing through factor that staying for the magic and believing that 
every single thing you're doing is putting you in a better position for those opportunities that you are dreaming and wishing and hoping for. And you are actively manifesting, you know, you are in action. You're not sitting on the couch like, Tulu, I hope this all happens for me. No, you're like out there making shit happen for yourself in action. And sometimes that can be really tiring, like really tiring. And you have to dig so deep to keep going. And something I really was a firm believer in for so long until, until pretty recently, like I feel like until maybe pandemic bullshit and everything going on now, you know, I was always so inspired and so motivated and just felt like so I could push through anything. And lately, like, I feel like actually motivation and inspiration are finite and you are going to have times where it feels like you are grinding your like literally grinding rocks together like sandstone like grinding your bones together to get things done and that's when you need to have like a bigger why or a bigger purpose or know that whatever this is currently this path you're on you need to take a detour or take that switch up. And I think that's the hardest thing to figure out. Like, am I just run down and tired because of this type of grind because I'm trying so hard to achieve that thing? Or is this thing actually not for me and I'm forcing like a square peg into a round hole and that's why it feels so hard? And staying committed to it. And, and not tapping out or doing the cute quit or the quiet quit or any of this other stuff I hear about all the time. Like really getting still and quiet and figuring it out and being like, is this aligned with the things I want? And if it is, if it truly is, your end goal is there, your end game is there and you know you have to like trudge through this shit storm, woods, scary, spooky forest in order to get there, then what can I add into my life that will make it worth the trek. Like I always think of, you know, if you're going through the desert with water or without water, like you have two options. You can just go through the desert by yourself, like with nothing on you, no backpack or anything, or you can go through the desert with a backpack with like a water jug and maybe like a sleeping bag or a pillow and you can take breaks and you can put all this stuff in the bag that will help you along this long journey, hot trek. It's like, which one would you prefer? You would prefer the backpack. Use that as a metaphor for all the juicy things that you can add into your life to keep your cup full while you're going through that season of grind. Back to, I feel like kind of like run around Sue, like I've been going in circles a little bit, but we're getting to like the main, I feel like all this is good stuff. I hope you're getting golden nuggets out of this, but honestly, it's, it's just, it's just commitment. It's saying I'm going to do something and showing up and doing it again and again and again until you prove to yourself over and over and over again this laundry list, this long list of moments in your life where you actually did show up and you did do the damn thing. And that makes you feel different. That invokes a different kind of confidence and spirit within you that you don't rely on anything else outside of you. You know in your heart that you can do anything. You have not only a proven track list, like one of my favorite things to do when someone is in a place where they don't feel like they're in achievement or they're just feeling down and out, I always say, write things down. I have a whole a whole segment in Wicked Fearless called 
heart of a champion. Literally, I always think of that like Nelly song, like heart of a champion or something about a champion. I don't remember. It's very old. I'm probably dating myself. But anyway, it's just like it gives you that spirit of like, okay, let me do a brain dump of all the things I have achieved and all the times I have shown up and I've proven to myself again and again and again, I can, I will, and I must. And that actually even creates a different energy of how you walk out into the day. I dare you today, if you find yourself in a place where you're like, oh, I can't do this or I'm so down and out. I feel not an achievement. I don't feel aligned. I feel like shithole. I dare you to do this activity where you do a brain dump of all the awesome shit and things that you've achieved. Just do it in the last month, in the last two months, in the last three months. Maybe you go six months. Maybe you go a year. The longer you go, the longer the track list is going to be. The longer the track record is going to be. It's going to look like a CBS receipt for Christ's sakes. It's going to be great. And that will put you in a different energy to go out into your day and tackle whatever it is that you need to tackle. Who saw Jesus on that one, but for real, I think when you can really take take all the, the other stuff out of it, all the emotion, all the FOMO, all the social media, all the bullshit, if you can strip it all down to what do I want? How do I want to feel? What do I want to achieve? And what do I need to do to move the needle? I guarantee it's going to look like a little bit of work and a lot of commitment and and showing up day in and day out for yourself and not being curious but committed. One of my favorite things I ever heard anybody say and I can't remember who said it, are you curious or are you committed? What a great question to ask yourself. Are you curious about that job or are you committed? Are you curious about that lifestyle or are you committed to it? Are you curious about what it might feel like to live and look like that or are you committed to whatever it takes to get out there and look and live like that? I mean, that is the separation factor. That is the difference 1000%. And when you can figure that out for yourself, that's like you're going to be light years, light years, light years, light years ahead of people. Like that really popular Beyonce reel where she was getting maybe interviewed and she's like, don't talk about it. You got to be about it. And I, I can like hear the softness in her voice. It's like, you have to be about it. You have to hold yourself to a higher standard. You have to make that commitment. You have to say no to things. I think that's so important. When you say no to one thing, you're saying yes to something else. When you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Kind of circling back to when you say yes to going out and getting fucked up on a Friday night, you're saying no to having a good day on Saturday. You're saying no to that early morning workout. You're saying, no to that healthy lifestyle. Every single decision you make matters. And every positive decision you make is a vote, boop, right in the thing, boop, a vote for the person you want to be. And I always think of when I'm making decisions, especially recently, I'm like, will next week Madison thank me for the decision I made today? Will tomorrow Madison thank me for the decision I made in this moment today? And that has really helped me kind of take a step back and be like, who do I want to be tomorrow? Who do I want to be next week, next month, next year? And what kind of decisions do I need to make in this present moment in order to be her? And that has been a massive game changer for me. And I hope that helps you too. That was like the choo-choo tangent express today, but I'm feeling a little spicy, spicy caliente. 
So I hope that um, this has really inspired you to just get moving and get after it, whatever that looks like for you this week. And I just can't tell you how much I adore every single time one of you pulls me aside or runs up to me out in public and is like, I listen to the podcast because every time I press publish, I'm like, who is even listening to this? It's the weirdest thing. It's like jumping around on the internet during COVID when I was teaching those workouts. I was like, is anybody out there? The water is freezing and there aren't enough boats. And it's just so dope. When I hear from you, when you DM me, when you share the podcast, sharing is caring. If this really hit for you, share it with someone you know and love that could benefit for it. I hope it lands for you. And until next week, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Fearless.